Hi, and welcome to our second episode of the VC4A Venture Showcase mini-series, powered by VC4A and Entrepreneurs Talk Africa. The mini-series delves into the real stories and voices of participants, investors, and mentors from the VC4A's annual flagship program for startups in emerging markets. I'm Jason Delory, entrepreneur, innovation strategist, and mentor, and it's my pleasure to be your host for this episode. Today, we are excited to have a previous participant of the VC4A Venture Showcase to hear their stories and experiences firsthand. Welcome to the show, Daisy. Thank you so much, Jason, for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, for those of you who don't know, Daisy is the co-founder and chief product officer at Zuri Health, a health tech startup based in in Kenya. And before we jump into today's uh, topic about the VC4A Venture Showcase and Acceleration Programs, I just wanted to see if you could give our listeners a bit of background about yourself and the work that you do with Zuri Health. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Jason. Uh, As mentioned, I'm Daisy, uh, co-founder, CPO at Zuri Health. And uh, growing up, I've always had a passion of building tech solutions that solve or or have an impact to people's uh, lives or just the way people are living. So I was born and raised in a small town in Kakamega County in Kenya. And I grew up with parents who are highly um, participating in the medical field. My mom was a medical doctor. My dad was a medical engineer. And they always would wish for me to be a medical doctor at some point. Uh, but lucky enough, I, I got to venture into the computer science space and maths, uh, which, you know, built up an interest with the tech solutions. And I was very lucky enough at a very young age, just immediately out of campus to work with uh, young entrepreneurs who are passionate about innovation. And this sparked the uh, entrepreneurship spirit within me and uh, during COVID I got to work from home and I would watch my mom uh, you know daily going to attend to patients in the hospitals but then I would ask myself if we're able to have virtual meetings with my colleagues on Zoom how can we build a product or solution that will you know provide innovation on potentially link patients to doctors because again uh, there's some form of medication that you don't necessarily need to go to the hospital for you to get this service and um, what we are lucky enough is during COVID it actually validated our business model and I was lucky enough to also join hands in with my co-founder Ike Chuku and uh, Titi Lola to build out uh, Zuri Health and our goal started in January 2021 um, and that was to be able to bridge that gap, provide affordable and accessible healthcare solutions for people across Africa, because we experienced firsthand um, challenges, healthcare access challenges, and we wanted to just build something that will have an impact on people's lives, uh, whether uh, you know from low, middle, or high, but particularly people who live in the underserved communities. Oh, wow. And uh, what a mission to be on. I think, you know, there's a lot of focus on on health tech, particularly after after COVID, uh, but also understanding that uh, you being uh, in that industry or your family being in the industry, you definitely seem to have that uh, founder uh, fit with, 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 uh, with the company that you're running. Some amazing companies coming out in the space at the moment. Uh, and definitely Zuri Health being one of them uh, as a Kenyan myself, I, I know the impact it can have. Um, but uh, I also like that thought. Unfortunately, a lot of times in Africa, we see entrepreneurship not really being seen as a career, you know, with your parents maybe preferring you to go into to the, the field, uh, you know, of medicine rather than, than business. But 
How have you battled with that? Do you see that often or, or was that something that your parents were very supportive about? No, I had to fight. <laughs> mm, exactly, yeah. um, it was that hard conversation that, you know, they really wanted me to be in that space. At some point, at some point when I finished uh, my, you know, uh, degree, I was forced to do internship in a hospital because the goal was probably I'll fall in love with the, you know, the entire space of working in a hospital, interacting with doctors. Um, but yes, so here we are, at least right now, they're still okay and happy that I still have something to do around the healthcare space. And uh, <laughs> it's one of those things you have to break barriers, you know, sometimes bias, cultural practices, also just adapt to what's, you know, what's the ecosystem shift from the industrial age to the digital era age and, and, and whatnot. Yeah, for sure, and and also, um, I'm sure you you know the other other people in similar situations. You can still have a huge impact on that sector, even if you're not necessarily directly, let's say in this instance, a doctor. You're still having a huge impact on, on the Kenyan uh, healthcare system through Zuri. So, uh, still giving giving that um, you know value to the community. Uh, so great to see. Well, today we are focusing on uh, the VC4A Venture Showcase. And what I wanted to start with, I, I know yourself being a previous member in the 2022 Women's Founders Edition, and I know you've also been part of some other programs, uh, the Health Tech Hub Africa by Bridge for Billions and Norskin, as well as a recent uh, acceptance into the Google Founders. So my first question, apart from congratulating you, uh, is to ask you, what do you see the importance of acceleration programs, uh, especially in Africa? And why did you apply? And maybe would you suggest that others apply? Well, first thing is the programs, the acceleration programs played a very, very key part in the scale and growth of Zuri Health. Um, when we were aspiring to build something, we never knew about, you know, how to, you know, build you know, companies or products with scale, how to attract investments, how to reach your customers, how to segment and even know your key target audience. So for us uh, coming in from like really green backgrounds with no experience, you know, fundraising and all this journey, we're able to really evaluate and structure our product, um, refine our product strategies, goals, and even like lay out a very, very key, you know, um, deck that now, you know, answers very key roles about your business uh, model. Um, what that brought us is also an, a network or opportunities for us to engage with other entrepreneurs who are also building something similar to what we are building. And uh, it opened a lot of opportunities um so one from also mentorship we'd interact with people who are very key uh, knowledgeable in different areas or parts uh from fundraising we have people who are very keen on uh product market feed um some engagements on how to structure in our pro our financials for you know a product that will have scale and also just market expansion so how to uh, structure your go-to market strategy how to approach uh, customer acquisition uh, in a sustainable way or manner. So for us, this really, really played a very, very key role. Um, when you asked me when we started Zuri Health, our goal was not to raise funds or, but through accelerator programs, 
we now are aware that, you know, there are different kinds of instruments towards helping you scale and, 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 and go wide into different markets. And this is one of the ways in which accelerator programs really played a very key part. So right now, even from accelerator programs, we've been able to access partnerships from, from other entrepreneurs, we've been able to gain more customer base, grow out our revenues and position ourselves uh, for a high scale with a clear path to profitability. Wow, fa fantastic. And, and maybe just to dig down on a few of those points you mentioned, uh, which is really key when entrepreneurs are thinking about, you know, how do they take their, their venture to the next level? And you speak about the, uh, the knowledge of how to position for scale and growth, which I think uh, is really important because uh, you get to that almost uh, valley where a lot of companies are struggling to, to get to the next level. Um, I know that funding is a key part of that. And uh, it, it is true being exposed to, to different um, funding vehicles or being aware of them really can help you in terms of uh, directing your company in the right way. But there was two points um, that were mentioned uh, previously, and it's something that's a recurring theme and I think is sometimes missed a lot when we talk about acceleration programs, is that peer-to-peer -peer learning, that cohort uh, engagement, you know, so that you don't feel like you're doing it alone. You're able to have... Um, you know, participants who are going through similar, if not very uh, much the same uh, experiences with their companies. And that learning can be so key. So I think that's a really good point you mentioned. And of course, leading to those further partnerships, whether it's with other industry um, ventures uh, in the same position or with partners that you are exposed to through the program. And then finally, that mentorship piece, which I think is so key. Um, do you want to give us maybe a bit of uh, a bit more detail about how how mentorship will enable you to, to progress with your company? Uh, yes. So one thing is um, in terms of how we were being matched with our mentor, with our mentors is um, they had more, you know, knowledge in regards to the different aspects of the business and, and growth. And also when you talk about, you know, invest investor readiness, uh, we're able to really refine our product and document it as well. So these were some of the key you know, mentorships uh, or guidance that we were able to get. So we'd, we'd really grill ourselves into questioning like, okay, if you're building this, how is the customer adoption aspect to it? Is it just building because you think this is a great idea or are you also, you know, building in regards to uh, the customer or consumer base side um, of it? There's some questions that would really deal dig deep in terms of which markets to address first, how to approach different challenges, how to de-risk your business from a regulation point of view. And again, as we are rolling out new products, even with the AI component, we ask ourselves questions around, you know, building AI in the age of compliance. So how to ensure data privacy and protection. And particularly, you know, when you talk about healthcare, you know, it's not just, you just don't, it's not a a basic food delivery app or whatnot. You're talking about people's core health. So how to how do you navigate all this? How do you ensure that you're aligned with the different policies and regulations around healthcare? How do you approach frameworks that didn't exist? And how do you also approach and talk to policymakers in regards to partnership, collaboration, and whatnot? So we gained valuable insights. I can't really pin down because it was very, very wide. Um, and we also had to, you know, we also had the flexibility for us to address the key areas where we really needed the support from, because sometimes you can be mentored in an area, maybe you're more 
aware of. But again, you also have the space to really request for, you know, guidance in a particular area or niche of field. So be it in customer approach, in be it in your storytelling, in, in terms of, you know, access to investors and introductions as well. Um, so these were areas in which we really gained valuable insights through the mentorship. Yeah, so true. And I, and I like what you, you raised there, that almost uh, specificity or tailored approach to your current problems or your, the issues that you're facing, or to your point, what you may be weaker on versus some of the other strengths you have. Um, that that mentorship allows for that, whereas, you know, there's a lot of information online about startups, you know, lean startup methodology. However, there's only so much you can take from that when you're trying to apply it to a very unique situation. So I, I like that point. I wanted to to maybe follow on, and I know you've had experience with with several programs, uh, but in particular with the VC4A Venture Showcase, uh, we had the 2022 Women's Founder Edition that you were a part of. I just wanted to to gauge from yourself, you know, what made this program unique from you? Um, how do you think it differs from other acceleration programs? Um, and, and what do you think the biggest value you got out of it was? Uh, yes. So <laughs> I think already as a program itself, it's very, very unique. Uh, right now, we're looking at how we can have, you know, equal inclusion, gender inclusion, also for women. And for a long time, we've been having conversations around, you know, the ratio of representation for women, entrepreneurs, founders, how they're accessing access to funds and whatnot. So particularly the, uh, the program really opened and uh, created um, brand awareness around uh, women-led companies and startups and just bringing us together we were able to share around some of the challenges that we face how to navigate uh you know the gender bias in the system as well and also key hands-on uh, access to some of the investors who back up women-led companies and startups so for this just as um as a differentiator was one of the key goals because it's 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 part of the things that makes uh women uh founded uh startups inclusive and it opens doors to a lot of opportunities where you can highlight, okay, there are really a lot of great things that women do in the space. Because uh, the conversation was, okay, there's low representation of women because probably we don't have women founders, but that's not the case. We just have a lot of, you know, women founded startups, but no one is talking about us, no one is highlighting, and we just need to bridge this gap by, you know, opening more opportunities for uh you know, these uh, entrepreneurs um, and also just understanding what are the core issues or barriers that, you know, cause this wide gap and how to manage that as well. So these were some of the very, very key uh, highlights. We go to interact, we go to share, uh, hands-on and just to understand how our uh, ecosystem is. But again, it also expands that, you know, when you look at young people who look up to, uh, you know, women role models, they're able to know that, you know, you can do this. And right now there are a lot of opportunities. So you don't need to lock yourself out because you assume like there's no opportunity for, for women. Right now we have a lot of opportunities that are looking towards potentially bringing up and highlighting uh, or spotlighting women, women solutions, women led solutions. Right. So true. And I, and I think to your point there, um, I believe it's uh, less than 7% of the investment in Africa in, in terms of funding goes to female-led founders, uh, which which is a, a pretty bad statistic that we, we aim to hopefully improve. And I think programs like, like last year's uh, Venture Showcase um, Women Founder Edition really helps to, to spotlight that. And I, and I completely agree. There are some fantastic uh, 
uh, female-run uh, businesses across the continent um, and maybe not getting those same opportunities. Um, and I like your other point there about that hands-on approach and access to investors, I think is also another a key point is, is really giving, you know, the the ventures that ability to speak to the right people to be in front of the right people uh being such a key element to help them uh progress with that company um so yeah definitely uh something you know we, we want to change uh in in the african story moving forward and i, I think also as another statistic was uh sub-saharan africa has uh, the highest percentage of of women entrepreneurs because culturally um whether it's a, a a kiosk with selling veggies or, or fruit and veg or whatever it may be. Um, women have always been entrepreneurial in, in Africa and we we should try to enable that more. So definitely agree with you on, on that one. On another point, if if you were to suggest or or encourage other entrepreneurs um, to, to either join or, or explore um, acceleration programs, what would your tips be? Or what helped you within uh, the the programs that you've been in? Uh, what helped you um, within the the VC for A Venture Showcase? And and what was you know those elements that you maybe struggled with or would have done differently? Uh, yeah. So I think one of the things is accelerators help you grow without a doubt, and you know there are different accelerators tailored towards the stage of the business where you're in. If you're an early stage startup founder, it's very, very important for you to associate yourself with one accelerator or so, just because of the resources that they provide you with. I know sometimes, you know, it can be challenging to structure, you know, when you're building and time management in terms of what you allocate for uh, the program. But at the end of the day, it's a very, very key key beneficial uh, because you get access to different key resources, uh, packs, and these resources are some of the resources that you will never have gotten if you were not part of any accelerator program. There's some mentorships uh, or some of the mentors that they bring on board are highly versed within the space. Some are very, very open to making key introductions to different, you know, partners, collaborators, investors, um, and also know how to navigate the entire ecosystem from legal uh, point of view, um, hands-on support in terms of product market fit, customer-centric approach, and, 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 and whatnot. So, Particularly for me, I think it was very, very, very valuable. It also helps to lay out a very solid business plan. There's also the network network opportunities. Uh, you're able to learn about your, you know, how to manage your financials, um, and also, you know, just adapt to towards continuous learning approach. So for me, you know, just getting this hands-on feedback uh, from key partners or, or or people who've been in the space for a long time helps in terms of shaping uh, or building your company towards, uh, you know, a direction for, you know, mega scale. Um, and uh, I think that's basically uh, part of, you know, some of the benefits and the gains. Um and uh, I would I would actually encourage people to really be part of accelerator programs. VC4A, particularly, you know, we were able to lay out different uh, parts of our deck, you know, how to structure your deal book, how to ensure that you have, you understand your key problem statement, how your solution, you're navigating the 
market opportunity and channels as well. And also just to understand what sets you apart uh, because there are all those things that, you know, make you stand out. So what is your unique selling proposition from other similar uh, providers in the space um, was was very, very vital. And, and for me, you know, just being able to like really draft that down, you know, and refine the documentation as well was one of the key wins uh, for me as well. Great, uh, I love that, and I think uh, yeah, a lot of uh, value to be gained from 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 programs like this, and and definitely uh, some unique resources that are made available only to participants in that case because it's either tailored or or it's you know um, uh, insights from investors. Uh, so definitely of value and. and I echo you and encourage anyone who is looking to to scale their company, grow their company, uh, to associate themselves with with uh, an acceleration program, and particularly uh, see a lot of value with the VC4A Venture Showcase. Um, I like that point about networks and ecosystem support. And and what's interesting, I, I as a questioner, just uh, wanting to to get your thoughts on this, do you feel that the fact that it was a Africa wide um, program? rather than, let's say, focusing on a particular country. Do you think that added value? Were you able to get um, maybe um, more perspective from other entrepreneurs across Africa or even maybe more uh, exposure to investors from other um, investors from across Africa? I think we're able to get more, first of all, uh, both not just on the continent, but also cross-border. And it's it's a it opened doors so you're able to you know get investor introductions people are very keen on investing in the space or sector where you're operating as well as you know um highlighting so it's not just a network that you build just because from you you had one introduction but it's a chain what do we how do i put it it's um it's a continuous chain where if you get one introduction, you can always get other introductions and it also builds on your credibility. Um, so for us, we were able to really get a lot of, you know, investor introductions that potentially led to like really promising engagements and event funding as well. And uh, for me, it was very, very timely because I'm still currently actively fundraising and just being to uh getting that kind of hands-on support introduction made it easy and seamless uh for me as a founder fantastic and uh i, I know this is a, a topic dear to my heart and we could continue uh talking for a while but as we are approaching uh the end of of this uh episode i wanted to maybe leave on on my final question uh which would be your advice to other entrepreneurs maybe hesitant to apply uh, or or thinking about uh, programs and the work that's involved because it is a lot of work. It's 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 not a sit back and it gets done for you. You have to put the effort in. Uh, what advice would you give to an entrepreneur looking to apply to a program now? Um, I think it's simple. They should go for it um, because these um, platforms connect startups with investors and even different opportunities for funding, for scale. And it also provides that platform for promising African startups to pitch their ideas to wider audience and including potential investors. So the you know experience of participating in this is actually an opportunity to also gain visibility uh, and you're able to also receive hands-on valuable feedback um, it's a chance for you to discover 
different innovative startups and potentially also partner with some of the entrepreneurs on board and also in terms of knowledge sharing. So there are a lot of packs that you benefit from these programs, very, very valuable. And uh, it also connects you to broader African international entrepreneurial system ecosystem. So if you're actually considering participation or attendance, I would actually recommend uh, different entrepreneurs or founders uh, to join uh, in on these programs. And, you know, just to get a sense of what to expect, you'll really gain valuable insights from the program. I think uh, so true. And uh, really appreciate your time, Daisy. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your experience uh, being on uh, the VC4A Venture Showcase. Uh, and uh, I hope that uh, your words will will hopefully uh, give give any founders out there who've been thinking about it that extra little push to, to uh, apply to a program or to the VC4A Venture Showcase uh, when they reopen next year. But thank you so much. You've been listening to the VC4A Venture Showcase mini-series powered by VC4A and Entrepreneurs Talk Africa. We hope to catch you for our next episode uh, and look forward to hearing more from entrepreneurs, investors, and the mentors involved in acceleration programs. So thank you so much. And uh, any final words, Daisy, before we say goodbye? Uh, thank you so much, Jason. Uh, I think uh, it was very, very key to highlight that uh, through my participation in the VC4A program, uh, it helped me and Zuri Health Company as well to really grow and thrive in a very competitive and dynamic business environment. And I will not uh, forget to emphasize that, you know, part of the benefits that I got was access to funding. And I know this is one of the major hurdles mm. for startups in Africa, you know, providing or guidance towards market access, uh, development in terms of skills and capacity building, as well as visibility and networking. So it's something that I would always be uh, very, very uh, happy to to be part of and also just to towards our continuous collaboration i know i've also made friends throughout the program and we still have you know conversations ongoing and because of this i know these are valuable relationships that are built throughout the, the program so if you have the opportunity please don't let this pass thank you so much daisy and we look forward to following your success uh, and uh, the the success of zuri health uh, thank you so much again, and we'll see you next time.